Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and I've got myself a whipped coffee for this episode. Oh, I'm so excited. If you do not know what whipped coffee is, likely you don't have TikTok or you have not listened to last week's episode. If you have not listened to last week's episode, definitely go back and listen. It was a good one. It was a a rambly kind of update one. But today we are going to be talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart because um, basically it happened to me today. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to get a sip of coffee. Just give me one sec. Listen to this. It's so frothy and like sweet and coffee oh my god I'm obsessed I'm obsessed with whipped coffee now like it's kind of like drinking a coffee milkshake and it's got honestly so much sugar like so much but I kind of can't stop drinking it it's so good okay so how are you guys? I hope that you are doing well. I feel like I already asked you that today. Um, <laughs> so I am going to do the same thing I did last week and just read a message that I got this week about the podcast. It's kind of crazy to me that people like my podcast so much, like enough to send me messages about it every week. Anyway, it's crazy to me. Um, okay, so I'm just going to read the message. I posted it on the podcast Instagram because it was just so cute and it made my day. So I asked people what some things were that were making them happy lately. And someone said, your podcast heart emoji. I'm a new listener, but I'm loving it. Being in lockdown, the only way to keep moving and keep getting enough steps in to feel my best means pacing around the house. So I've been sticking headphones on, listening to your podcast, and just walking around while I listen, and it's been such a nice, wholesome distraction in this weird world we're in now. It was so cute. I just love that, um, mostly because I do that as well with podcasts, so like I can totally picture it. Um, But thank you for sending that in. That was really nice. And thank you to everyone who's rated and reviewed the podcast. Um, I can only really see the iTunes ones. I don't even know if you can rate and review on Spotify. I'm not sure. Um, But I only have access to the Spotify ones. But they're so nice. And I think I have a couple one stars, but no one left a review who left a one star. So I don't know why they left a one star. So I'm thinking it was just kind of like a spiteful thing. But if you guys have suggestions or improvements for the podcast, I would love to know, obviously, um, how I can improve it for you. Okay, so today we are talking about starting your day on the wrong foot. I honestly should have titled this starting your day on the wrong foot, colon, a memoir, because that is me often, like often, often, and also today. (laughs) So if you follow me on Instagram, I hope you all do then you will have seen my stories probably today where I was just like, I posted a story and I was like, I'm just keeping it real. My screen time today was two hours by 9am. So what does that tell you? That tells you that I woke up at 7am and was on my phone for two hours. And then at nine realized what the fuck am I doing? Like actually, what the fuck am I doing? Why? why just why just a huge question mark over my face um and normally that could have turned into a bad day 
where I just sabotaged my life at every given opportunity, honestly, which has happened many times before. And honestly, if I was PMSing, that probably would have happened. So take this with a grain of salt. But since I did not let the lazy blobbiness of my morning spiral my day into an entire lazy, shitty day, I felt inspired to do a podcast episode on things you can do if, what did I say? Um, things you can do when you're in a general rut or if you start your day out on the wrong foot or if you wake up and look at your phone for a while in the morning and that gets you in a weird mood. All of these things are kind of the same thing. Like you just feel stuck. You feel like you're in a rut. Honestly, bonus points if there's a worldwide pandemic and the world is crashing and burning when you're listening to this, which I assume most of you are listening to it in real time, which means that that's also the case. So there's just a lot happening. There's a lot sabotaging our happiness and our general lives and it's bad enough that PMS does this every month but to also have you know a global pandemic it feels rude honestly so I just wanted to kind of make this episode talking about what I do to turn things around if I'm in a rut and have been for the past hour the past day the past couple days the past week sometimes a couple weeks sometimes you can be in a rut for quite a long time and there's always ways to pull yourself out of it I don't know all of the ways I only know the ways that I like use and the things that I do Uh, But I thought I would share that since, you know, this is my podcast. (laughs) I can only really speak from my own personal experience, but I feel very passionate about this and even talking about it gets me really excited. And that might be like the type A Virgo, super organized personality in me that loves a good checklist and like a good organization and a good just pulling up your bootstraps and deciding that you just want to do well in life again. Um, and I ebb and flow through this all the time, all the time, like weekly, monthly, yearly on different levels. I just feel like I'm always either in a rut or pulling myself out of a rut. And I used to think that maybe that meant something was wrong with me, but now I think that's just life. And due to the amount that we are like connected via social media, I think it's, it's as easy as seeing something that triggers you on social media to spiral you into a rut. It's not like some big life event has to happen every time or you have to be depressed or you have to be diagnosed with a mental disorder. You can honestly just fall into a rut because you have an insecure day or because you see something online that kind of triggers you. So like I get it. I fall into ruts literally all of the time and I feel like at this point I've kind of become a master of pulling myself out of them so I'm going to talk about this on kind of like a daily scale so what exactly I did today to turn my day around essentially or to not let myself spiral and then I'll talk about it in more of like a grander scale if for example you feel like you've been in a rut for I don't know a few days or like a few weeks let me just open up my Instagram story because I wrote a little list. This is basically, (laughs) I was like kind of giving advice in this list, but it was mostly just like writing it down for myself. Um, So I said, I posted my little screen time screenshot that says two hours and four minutes. And I said, I've said many times in the past that going on your phone first thing in the morning is a bad habit. It is. But sometimes there's a pandemic and you just literally cannot with a day. (laughs) And so then I said, if this is you and you feel like a blob right now, you can still have a good day. 
put on loud music, make a coffee, do your hair, put your phone in a corner, and go for a walk. So what I did after I posted that story was I, I kind of did it out of order, but I put my phone down in the bedroom and then I left the bedroom. Okay, this is very important that you distance yourself from the technology that is holding you hostage. Okay, so you put your phone down, you walk away from your phone, you go into your kitchen. First thing I did was made a smoothie. It turned out so well because I put in a ton of good stuff that I really, really like. And then Greg had made some coffee, so I had some coffee. I didn't do my hair. I still haven't done my hair. That was kind of like an aspirational thing that I was hoping to get done, but I don't think it's going to happen today. And it's looking like a rat's nest. So that's just, we're just going to let that one go. But what I did do is we went for a long walk with our dogs and it was cold. I kind of got windburn on my face a little bit, but honestly, it was really fun. It was really good to get some fresh air. And I feel like a walk is just the best way to kind of like, I guess physically distance yourself from the rut. Like I know wherever you go, there you are. Obviously, if you're in a rut, being somewhere else physically won't pull you out of it. But there is something about moving away from the place that you just kind of felt in a rut in, if that makes sense, that kind of helps. So on our walk, I don't know, I guess it's more so like you're just being distracted. You're realizing that there's a world out there still going on. You're seeing other people. You're seeing other dogs. You're seeing your own dogs. It was just a good way to kind of like, again, pull up my bootstraps and be like, okay, I'm going to make something out of myself today. (laughs) So then we got home and I showered and I actually did my skincare routine, even though I'm not filming and there's like no one to see me really except Greg and he doesn't really care. But I put on a little bit of makeup and then I went out and I made myself a healthy lunch. So you can see, even though I was a blob for two hours on TikTok and on Instagram this morning, I still managed to have a quite productive, happy day. And like I said, if I was PMSing, it probably wouldn't have turned out this way. But I think it is important to note that there's just always a few things you can do to pull yourself out of that. Um, So that's just kind of like what to do if you start your morning off on the wrong foot and you feel motivated to have a good day. You just kind of feel like a blob. I hope you guys know what I mean by feeling like a blob. You just kind of feel physically unmotivated. Like it's really hard to get out of bed, but you do want to try. And that is, um, can be distinguished from those days when you're in a rut and you don't feel like trying and you don't feel motivated and you don't remember what it's like to feel those things. So that's what I'm going to talk about now. Um, I'm going to get a little sip of coffee here and then we will jump right into that. I actually wrote this episode like um, yesterday, I think, and I was mostly writing like what to do when you're kind of feeling bad in isolation. So like if you've been home for many, many days or weeks on end and it's kind of starting to get to you, these were like my tips on some things you can do to feel better mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, But I kind of realized today that these, the feelings that I was feeling that I think are kind of a result of being in isolation for this long so far, very, like very much mimic the feeling that I get when I'm in a rut. So I was like, you know what, we're just gonna, we're gonna cut the corona drama right now. I'm gonna not mention that even though I just did. Uh, and we're just going to talk about this in a more general sense um, because, you know, not everyone is in isolation. Like some people are still going to work and stuff. So I want this to apply to everyone. 
if you are ever in a rut, if you have been in a rut, you know how much it sucks. It sucks so bad to not feel motivated and not feel excited to live your best life and to even put on makeup or wear something cute or try at something. I've been there. It very much feels kind of like a form of depression. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it just feels so bad and it really compounds itself like the more you feel like that the more you feel like that so I hope that this is helpful for you guys um some of these might seem kind of like superficial things but like I said at the start this is what works for me the first thing that always really pulls me out of a rut is the feeling or like the little inkling or the motivation that I want to feel healthier for the past little while I was eating a, lo- a lot, like a lot of what I like to call quarantine junk food, meaning we like stocked up on a lot of non-perishables and like vegan meats and cheeses and comfort foods because we had no idea how long we were going to be in isolation. I thought maybe it was going to be like a week and a bit, maybe two weeks. It's looking like it's going to be a lot longer than that. And so we've actually made our way through a lot of our junk food and I feel kind of shit. <laughs> if you guys remember my episode about like eating less processed foods, that was going so well. And then I kind of all went down the tubes when the, you know, global pandemic shit hit the fan. And yeah, I obviously at the time it was like, I'm not going to worry about trying to eat healthy at a time like this. But now that it's looking like it's going to go on for quite a bit longer, I was like, okay. I feel bloated every day. I eat too much. I eat too much junk. This stuff doesn't feel good in my body. It doesn't even taste that good. It honestly just kind of tastes like salt. So I was like, okay, I want to get a little bit healthier. That being said, it's a little bit tough to start eating healthier in isolation when you don't have access to as much fresh foods as maybe you used to. Usually when I want to start eating healthier, I just eat more whole foods. I eat more fresh fruits and veggies and I can't go to the grocery store every two to three days now to get fresh fruits and vegetables and obviously produce, you know, goes bad quicker than other stuff. So um, what I've been doing is smoothies, which my dad got me like a couple big bags of frozen fruit from Costco, um, adding some nut butter to them to make them a little bit more satiating. And then frozen vegetables have been really, really helpful. I actually feel great eating frozen vegetables. I don't really notice a huge difference if I'm eating like frozen green beans versus fresh green beans or frozen broccoli versus fresh broccoli. So having just a big heaping pile of like broccoli and green beans and peas because those are kind of the easiest ones that we can get here having that alongside like we had a seitan burger type of thing it just helps so much rather than having like a burger and fries if you have a burger a couple like homemade potato fries and then a big steaming thing of veggies whether they're fresh or frozen it helps so much and even just eating that little bit healthier the last two days I haven't been bloated I haven't felt shitty I haven't woken up swollen from all the salt like it's amazing how quickly it works and I did a whole episode on the no process thing so you guys can listen to that but honestly my tips for being healthier in isolation is to rely heavily on frozen fruits and vegetables. They're cheaper, they're easier to get, you don't have to worry about them going bad, and they can really get you through. So that's the first thing. That's the food thing. 
The second thing is doing something physical every day. I was messaging my friend Katie, the one who's on a couple episodes ago, and we were saying, you know, we feel like blobs. We have been eating a lot, drinking more alcohol than usual, not working out, not even going anywhere really, except like walking from the couch to the kitchen. And so we were like, okay, we're just going to commit to do something physical every day. So for me, at first, this kind of looked like um, stretching before bed or in the morning. And like literally five to 10 minutes of that, I was like, okay, that's my thing for the day. But now it has morphed into um, Pilates videos for me because I used to do Pilates twice a week when I was in high school and I loved it. It was my favorite thing ever. And I totally forgot that it was a thing, basically. And so I was like, oh my gosh, instead of doing stupid, like dumb bodyweight exercises, that's like squats and like do burpees, which I hate. (laughs) I was like, I can do Pilates videos, which basically just feels like yoga, except it hurts a little bit more. And so I started doing a Pilates video every day, like literally 10 to 20 minutes of beginner Pilates. It's not super intense, but I already feel like tighter and more toned. It's crazy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sore, obviously. But it just, finding something that you actually like makes it not such a chore to do something physical. And it can be as easy as like a 10-minute yoga video or a 10-minute Pilates video. But doing one thing every day will help so much. Bonus points if it's a walk because you guys know I'm a huge fan of walking outside or going for a run if that's your thing. Um, Getting fresh air is super helpful, but just doing something every day. Even if the only exercise you like to do is like squats or like mountain climbers or bicycle crunches, do like 25 of them one day. If that's all you want to do, just do 25 crunches and then see where that gets you. And by doing something every single day, it just keeps your body moving so that when you actually do get motivated to like really do a workout, you know, maybe a few days from then or even a couple weeks from then, your body's kind of prepped and you don't always feel like you're starting from absolute zero because there's nothing worse than that feeling of when you start working out again and you're like, I am so weak and it's the worst feeling ever and I felt like that when I started trying to do home workouts in quarantine because I felt like a blob and yeah I just felt so weak and I was like I hate this feeling of starting over and I felt it so many times because I never stick with anything so I was like if I just try and do one thing every day even if it's like 10 push-ups then I'm going to be so much better off when I go to do a real workout again or when the gyms open up and you can go back to the gym or when you can go back to your workout class or your yoga class. So I hope that makes sense. I'm not trying to obviously tell anyone you have to work out during this time or like you have to take advantage of a global crisis. I think some people are kind of acting like this is the time to like get fit. And if you don't do it now, you never will. I definitely don't believe that. But I do believe that if you're feeling shitty and you're feeling unmotivated, doing a little something physical every day will do wonders for your mental and physical health. So there we go. (laughs) Okay. The next one I wrote down is keep up with your appearance care. So either skincare, fake tanning, doing your nails, putting on makeup, or trying a new hairstyle occasionally. I have seen so many videos that are like 
do I waste my fake tan right now when no one's going to see me just to feel a little bit better about myself while I'm alone for these couple weeks? The answer is yes, for me anyway. I've been fake tanning maybe like once a week because it only lasts literally like three days. (laughs) But about once a week, I kind of feel this urge to like put a little glow on make myself a little tan, you know, make myself just, just look a little better in my clothes. Um, and that's something that actually has kept me feeling good. Same with doing my hair and makeup. I don't do like, you know, a full head of curls and like a full glam makeup or anything like that, but putting on some like, you know, a nice base for your skin and then maybe like some brow gel, slicking your hair into a nice bun. It just makes you feel put together and kind of keeping up with that and not letting yourself go too many days without doing it can kind of, I don't know, spark your motivation if you haven't had any and can also just keep you motivated and keep you from feeling like a potato essentially for too long. (laughs) Because I know that the longer you go without doing those things, the longer you go without doing them. Again, it just kind of compounds on itself. It spirals. And then, you know, you've gone quite a long time without doing something nice for yourself and then you forget how good it feels. So I definitely am making it a priority to kind of keep up my appearance when I can with the tools that I have available. My nails look like shit right now, so I'm not doing anything about that. But putting on a little fake tan, doing my skincare routine, doing a face mask every couple days, it really does help keep the motivation up and keep you feeling like you're not just kind of letting yourself be lazy, I guess. And again, if you don't feel like doing this, if you're giving your skin a break, whatever, it's totally fine. You don't have to use (laughs) coronavirus as, you know, time to glow up if you don't want to, but it really does keep you motivated if you're taking care of yourself and taking care of your appearance. Okay, the next thing is to listen to new music or try a new TV show. So this is just branching out of your comfort zone. If you have some spare time, instead of rewatching the Mindy Project or me rewatching The Office for the 15th time, trying a new show or listening to new music, like a new genre of music that you don't normally listen to, you might find that you really love it or you might hate it and then appreciate your other stuff so much more. But Greg and I have been listening to, I guess it's not it's not really like a new style of music. It kind of is, I guess, but it's just a little bit different vibes than we normally listen to. And it's been actually awesome. And it feels a little more exciting, I guess, than listening to like the same country album. Like we listened to Old Dominion on repeat for so long. And so now that we've changed up a bit, it feels really good. And I'm like, wow, look at all this music I didn't even know existed. The next thing is to write everything down your feelings, your fears, etc. This is especially helpful in quarantine. Like I'm sure everyone has a lot of fears right now and a lot of anxiety. So getting yourself a little notebook, writing things down, your handwriting is probably going to be shit. Honestly, mine is because I haven't written anything in a long time, but writing everything down feels so good. And if it's stuff that you're scared of, or if it's like insecurities or anything like that, feel free to write it down and then burn it or rip it up. But if it's just like you want to kind of keep a log of how you're feeling, then do it in a nice journal. It helps so much and it really can help pull you out of a rut because even just the act of doing something that's bettering yourself in some way 
helps pull you out of that. Okay, this one is more so for if you're in a rut right now in terms of like isolation and quarantine, but I wrote down indulge yourself. So wine, online shopping, movie nights with popcorn, open your windows when it rains, wear pretty things, go on TikTok. Now is not the time to be like depriving yourself of things that make us happy, especially if they're just easy things like getting a bottle of wine or going on an app like TikTok or wearing a dress at home just because or freaking online shopping. Like honestly, these are just such minuscule 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 things in the grand scheme of things and if these are things that are going to help you just have more fun and be more comfortable at a time like this don't feel like you have to be super militant about getting healthy or working out like if you're just indulging yourself and you're treating yourself i don't see anything wrong with that and i think there's a fine line between knowing what's good for yourself and then just giving into yourself once in a while so obviously everyone has to kind of figure out how to draw that line for themselves but again if you're looking for someone to tell you to just have the extra glass of wine I'm not gonna not tell you to do that so indulging yourself once in a while it just I don't know it's just a good feeling don't let it become an unhealthy habit but at the same time now is not the time like I said to deprive yourself of stuff that you enjoy okay so this is kind of a productivity little tip I guess Um, so for stuff you have to do, but you don't want to do, because I know some of you are still in school, you're still supposed to be working, you still have projects, whatever, here's what you have to do. Set the mood, make sure there's good lighting in there, light a candle, turn on your nice lamp, open the windows, whatever it is, set the mood, set a timer, so give yourself like 10 minutes when I was writing this episode I was like okay I have a bunch of stuff to do should I just not do the podcast planning and just wing it and I was like no I'm just gonna set a timer for 10 minutes whatever I get done in that 10 minutes that'll be it and then I'll move on to the next thing and I got all of this done in 10 minutes so that's amazing but (laughs) um, so set the mood set a timer and then do one thing so just write one page or just do the first step or just figure out how to log in to your new Zoom meeting, whatever it is. Just take that 10 minutes, get get it done, whatever it is. Maybe you write two pages, whatever. But knowing that you have a timer that's going to signal when you're done is helpful. And then also just telling yourself, okay, I'm just going to do one paragraph or I'm just going to write one sentence. It's kind of the starting it that's always the hard part. And I feel like I have a whole procrastination episode where I talk about this, but just starting it. This is something that I've never done. Like I never did that in high school or university. And I really wish I had because it's helped me so much. And it's just been such a good, like motivating tool that I really should have used. So hopefully it works for you too. Okay. So then this is just my ultimate tip for when you're in a life rut. Okay, now this is, I think, the part that I thought might sound a little bit superficial, but it just works so well for me. I I just have to tell you. So this is basically what I do or what I suggest for getting back in tune with who you are and what you like. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> you guys are going to laugh. I don't even want to say it anymore. Okay, I'm going to get some coffee first. One second. Open your phone. <laughs> open Pinterest. (laughs) I can hear you guys rolling your eyes. Um, Or maybe some of you are like me and you're Virgos and you're like, oh my God. Um, Okay. 
and we're going to make a new board. And it's going to be titled My Aesthetic. Okay, so some of you might be wondering, what even is an aesthetic? Why do people keep saying that word? What is a vibe? Why do people keep saying the stupid word vibes? I think I overuse vibes so much. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure I say vibes a hundred times a day, but it's just the word that I use to describe the things that speak to me on a different level. And I guess this this must kind of be like my Taurus moon a little bit influencing this, but there's just certain visual elements and like colors and photos that evoke such emotion in me that just, I feel like there's certain things that I just hate so much, <laughs> like the color of the floors in my house, hate. I just I hate them. I don't have the money to change them, but I just, they're just not my vibe at all. They're so far from my vibe. I just, I hate them. But then there's some things that I see, like an iced coffee, that I'm like, that is so my vibe. Like this iced coffee is my aesthetic. You see where I'm going with this. So you want to pin things that just make you feel a little extra something like you can scroll through a lot of pictures and you're like oh cool cool whatever but then you see that one that you're like oh this makes me feel things it either like draws you into there you feel like you're there or you feel like it just speaks to you in some way a lot of beach pictures do this to me it's just kind of a way to see what you're drawn to and what you like okay stay with me people so (laughs) I did this yesterday. I've kind of, I've always had different Pinterest boards for like foods and ideas and whatever, but I wanted to have one that was just my aesthetic, that someone could look through it and maybe get an idea of like who I am, what I like, how I view the world, the kind of things that excite me. And then that works for yourself too. If you're ever in a rut, you kind of scroll through that and remind yourself about all the beautiful things you have to live for and all the beautiful things about life and all the things that just make you feel like you want to try and you want to strive for something. So my board right now consists mostly of just Pantone color squares. (laughs) Like, you know, those squares that just says Pantone and then it has a color code. Um, so mine is like a couple of pictures of the beach and then like eight Pantone colors. (laughs) That's as far as I got. (laughs) But when I was going through, I was like, oh, I love this color. This color is so me. And then I was like, oh no, I love this color. Oh no, I love this color. So a lot of it's kind of like a teal, a light green, a sandy pinky beige. I'm just, those colors make me feel something. They just make me happy and they make me want to fill my life with all things that color. They make me want to make my Instagram fit that color scheme like they just speak to me and I don't know if this is making sense oh my god who's turned off the episode now okay no stick with me though so you can do this for seasons or events it's just it's just a vibe board so I made one before that called summer aesthetic which is way more than just Pantone colors thank god um and it's just kind of how I want to feel this summer like how I want to perceive the world and perceive my life and live my life this summer it sounds stupid and superficial when I say it but it's just like it really does motivate me to want to get up in the morning and make things happen and enjoy my life and 
where I'm going with this is what you focus on, you attract. And that doesn't necessarily, I think sometimes when people talk about the law of attraction, it's kind of like, they think that it's just like, oh, if I think about a million dollars, a million dollars will just magically come to me. And that's not really it. How I kind of see this working, especially with stuff like Pinterest boards, it's like you're focusing on the things that you like. So you're kind of bringing those photos and those feelings and whatever to the forefront of your mind so that they are kind of on your mind. And then when that happens, you're more likely to notice those things in your real life. So let's say you pin a bunch of pictures of like an iced coffee, um, a bedroom design that you really like, plants that you really like, a puppy that you like, whatever. (laughs) Just going off my board (laughs) for being honest. But then when you have opportunities in life or when you're shopping or when you're decorating or when you're cooking or whatever, you're more likely to be thinking about those things because you put a focus on them at some point and then you're more likely to be able to attract those things, whether it's buying it or finding it or meeting someone who has it, stuff like that. So this is what I think like why vision boards work for me. Because if there's stuff that I haven't even thought of before that I'm like, wow, this seems like so me. And then the next day it's like, you know, you see someone wearing that thing or like you see that color somewhere or, you know, you find that plant somewhere. It just helps you notice the things when you're out and about in your life, Um, which is why I like to do vision boards so much, for example, for the summer. It's like, I want to have these experiences. I want to go on these types of hikes. I want to do these types of things at the beach. And if I'm not thinking about them, then it's likely not going to happen. So this kind of turned into a little law of attraction chat, which I'm so into. Um, I have a tattoo on my ankle that says create or not on my ankle, like on the back of my ankle. Um, it just relates to like law of attraction and manifestation and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm into it. I still haven't done a law of attraction episode and I have the craziest story about this guys. I've been meaning to do this episode for a really long time. Um, and I have this book that's written by, uh, Abraham Hicks and it's called money and the law of attraction. And I've been meaning to make my way through that. So I feel like I should start reading that and then I could do a law of attraction episode and we could do like a Q and a, okay. If you're interested in that, let me know. But yeah. So, okay. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. As you can see, it makes me very excited to talk about these things. Like very. Uh, it could also be the coffee and sugar that's really pepping me up right now, but I just feel so motivated to like go into that book with a highlighter and like learn about law of attraction now and make my aesthetic Pinterest board. Also guys, if you make the, my aesthetic or like my vibes Pinterest board, send me a link. Do not make it secret. Send me a link on Instagram, on the podcast Instagram at uh, Life Chats with Liv B because I want to see it. I love when people have a my aesthetic board on their Pinterest. I came across this girl who, I don't know who she was, maybe a blogger or something, but she had one of them. And just looking through it, you start to see patterns and like this kind of persona emerges from it. And you feel like you have an idea of just who that person is and what they like and how they view the world. So um, yeah, that's kind of what I like to do for myself. And then if you're ever in a rut, you can look through that and remember the stuff that excites you and remember kind of who you are. 
So yeah, I mean, maybe Pinterest didn't intend for it to be that deep, but we went that deep. We went there. So there's no turning back now. So yeah, I think I'm going to end the episode here. I hope that this was a good episode. I always get really insecure as I'm like wrapping up the episode. I'm like, what the hell just happened? But anyways, I love you guys so much. Um, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're all staying safe. I hope you're all staying inside if you can. I hope you're all enjoying whipped coffee at this point. <laughs> Who here has watched Lunatics? Okay, it's on Netflix. It's an Australian show. It's this guy named Chris Lilly who plays six different characters and one of them is named Gavin, and they, like, roll grass up into, like, I don't know, what do you call those, like, joints, I guess, and smoke them, and he has one of those lisps where he, or I guess it's a speech impediment where he can't really say ours, so he says, like, oh, so he's, like, we're gonna get whipped. Every time I drink whipped coffee, I, like, hold it up to Greg, and I'm, like, gonna get whipped. <laughs> Does anyone else find that as funny as me? No. Okay, well, I wish there's people here to laugh because that shows the best. Okay, guys, if you haven't watched Lunatics and you're looking for something to watch, this might not be your normal thing, but if you're taking the tip about listening to different music and watching a different show, watch Lunatics. You will not regret it. You might kind of regret it for like the first episode because you're going to be like, what the fuck? But it's so good. And now I have to go rewatch it because I just, it's so good. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at it's live B, or you can follow the podcast Instagram at life chats with live B. Stay safe. Stay inside. I love you guys. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.